All right, a man who's very, very, very patiently been hanging on here, especially after doing three hours of his own for SEN in Sydney. He's just spent the weekend in Brisbane in Magic Round as well. Uh, he is the magic man on the field when he played, and now he's the magic man behind the mic at SEN and Fox Sports. Uh, Greg Alexander, good morning to you, mate. Uh, g'day, Ben. Yes, I've been waiting. I, I've, I haven't not been busy. Actually, we're lucky to be talking because I have a Telstra phone. Um, so I'm a Telstra, so for some magical reason, um, you're able to get through. But I've been cleaning the car while you've been chatting. I up in the car. I've, I gave it to my 20-year-old son while I was in Brisbane for Magic Ground, and you would not believe the stuff that he can get in a car and leave in it uh, in the space of a weekend. I have a 19-year-old, so I feel your pain, mate. I know exactly where you're coming from. And that, that's what I thats what I love doing, Brandy. When, when people phone into the show, I like asking, what are they doing? How are you listening to us? And, and you're cleaning yeah. the car <laughs> whilst being part of it. I love it. Yeah. Magic round. Yeah. Why does it have to stay in Brisbane and can it work anywhere else? Um, yeah, we, we've, we've had this discussion on our program uh, yesterday, and I don't think it works anywhere else. So I, I think the only other place you could hold it would be Sydney, and I just don't know if it if it works in Sydney. I just don't know whether we've got the proximity to the uh, to what uh, Suncorp has around it, and I I just you know I, I you couldn't take it anywhere else. Forget Melbourne, forget Perth, forget Adelaide. They're not rugby league towns. Forget them. So rule them out automatically. Um, I did hear someone throw up Newcastle. I don't know whether McDonald Jones Stadium has enough around it to, for it to be viable. And, you know, you're talking the difference between 30,000 and 50,000 people. Mm. Uh, New Zealand would be the only other place. And the Nines was very successful in New Zealand, but the time difference would not allow it to happen. You couldn't be playing a nighttime game you know, prime time here in Australia is too late in New Zealand. So that almost rules the Kiwis out, even though for venue and things that happen around it, it, it was so well done for, for the nine. So I think a weekend in, in New Zealand would work, but time difference means it won't. So that leaves us with Brisbane, Ben. That's, and it's, why, why would you think about changing it when it's, when it's been so good and it, and it improves every year? They, the things happening around the stadium, not just the three sellouts this weekend uh, for, for Magic Round this year, but uh, everything that happens around Suncorp Stadium is improving. Yeah. And it'll just keep getting bigger and bigger, and that's it. End of, end of story. Argument over. No, very good. And I love that coming from someone the other side of the tweed too. I, I, I'm glad you've got that, that clarity in that sense. Um, what, what, was, what was the standout off-field for you, Brandy, over the weekend? I mean, did you, did you guys walk to the ground or even just to feel the vibe, the buzz of the city? Did you get into Caxton Street? I have been, I have been a walker in the past, but we, uh, we changed hotels. So we're in uh, the Valley this year, uh, which was yeah. a a bit of a change up, so the walking was uh, was not an option. Uh, the rooftop bar at the X was very good, so <laughs> that there's something different. Yep. Um, uh, outside the stadium, not much involvement from me this year. I uh, I, I got to the stadium and, and just you know locked down work mode, went into our Fox Studios where we were hosting from, and um, basically stayed there. I did duck out and venture into the SEN pub um, 
where we were calling our games and or, oh, yeah. or certainly uh, Pixies Bar yeah, doing our program yeah. from. Yeah, I went into the pub at, inside Suncorp Stadium, which was uh, which was good a couple of times um, to put on a panel and have a chat with uh, the boys that were doing their programs at that time. And uh, that was my Ben. I have to say that that was my interaction with fans. Um, Nice and intimate. Year, I like. Yeah. I like. I like that. Nice and intimate. You you weren't in a perspex cage in the Caxton car park, so that's a little different too. Brandy, I, I, yes. I, I've got, I've got to get a news hit because I've been baffling and uh, baffling. I've been I've been babbling on too much. I've got to get a news hit. But when we are, after we do that, I, I want to come back and do talk some footy. So you can get back to cleaning the car for a tick uh, while we get a, a news sure. update, and then we'll come back and talk some Great. footy here on SENQ, your new home of sport in Queensland, six ninety three a.m. thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six. 736-736. It's the digits you need to get in touch to be part of Queensland Sports' biggest conversation. Uh, Grant's done just that. He's had a Willone Grant morning series said, we booed Payne Haas as a cockroach because he's in blue. Not because of the colour of his skin, but the colour of his jersey. We love him as a Bronco. Grant, thank you. Um, keep them coming through. Brandy Alexander is my guest this morning from our sister station down in Sydney, SEN. He does breakfast with Vossi down there. Of course, he calls all the action on Fox Sports as well. Hey, Brandy, when, when have you ever been booed when you played? Surely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all the time uh, from, uh, you know, um, opposition crowds. Um, it didn't matter where you went, whether it was Leichhardt or, you know, whether it was Redfern Oval at South Sydney or, um, yeah, you, you get booed. And uh, you get abused too, um, and you know you just you just thought, well, that's part of it. That's that's what uh, you know. That's what it's about being an opposition player at a, another team's home ground, and uh, you just deal with it and get on with it. Uh, we, we had a quite a, a lengthy. Actually, it, it dominated our program today. Uh, the chat around booing, yeah. um, because I said right at the top of the show, I, I'm not comfortable with someone like. Uh, Buddy Franklin being booed every time he touches the ball in a game. Uh, I didn't like the Adam Goods situation. It, it actually made me sick watching uh, Adam Goods get booed for the legend that he is in the game, booed around the country, wherever he went, whenever he touched the ball, whenever he was involved in the game. And uh, I didn't like that at all. And and I I didn't see a whole lot of the Buddy incident, but I heard that the apology was made by the coach, the captain and the CEO mm. from Collingwood saying they don't support booing. Well, you know, I don't know what that means and how much weight it holds, really, but obviously they don't like it. I don't like to see a champion player be booed in that sort of situation. I'm all for booing. I'm all for booing, but I don't like the orchestrated uh, jump on a bandwagon booing of a legend, of a champion of the game for seemingly no reason. I, I I find that hard to take. So, you know, the the Buddy Franklin issue, it just reminded me, and I know the Adam Goods saga went on and on and on, and there's not much you can do about it. You can, you know, clubs can come out and say, look, we don't support what you're doing, but mm. it's up to the fans. But I, the, the random booing, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. The fans have a right to boo, um, but it's the it seems like the mob mentality stuff that we've seen in the AFL, I, I don't like that. Is there a suggestion or is there a feeling from your camp, Brandy, that, that it may have been racially motivated? No, no. No, no I've got no idea. Okay. Well, we, had a, we had a Collingwood fan ring up today and say, uh, we booed Buddy because we think he's been a dud boy and we think he's done nothing since he's been in Sydney. So that, 
That was a Collingwood fan saying why we booed them. And yeah, and yeah I, well, the Adam Goods thing did have a racial background at the start of the story. That that was, you know, that was a, a young girl that racially abused him, and then that started the the, the saga that we saw with Adam Goods. Well, with with um, Buddy Franklin, no, I'm I'm not suggesting anything. Mm. I just don't like the booing of a a you know a player that is the last player to kick a thousand. He might be the, the well, he's the last person to do it. Mm. And he might be the last person to stop. So um, I just don't, I, and I'd hate to see it carry on. Yeah, okay. Well, Collingwood have said if they don't like Buddy, but I wouldn't like to see that carry on now and catch fire like the Adam Good situation. Brandy, I want to get your take about on-field matters as well. On-field when it comes to actually throwing a ball and kicking it and making a tackle as well. Um, Broncos, so what, do you, what do you make of them after being touched up by Souths and now putting Manly to the sword? They've got to go to Melbourne this Thursday night and break the longest, the longest hoodoo in their club's history. They haven't beaten Melbourne anywhere since 2016. Every other team along that journey, they've, 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 they've won. They've beaten. But not Melbourne. They just cannot get over the storm. Melbourne do have a, that sort of record against a, a number of clubs. Yes. Um, so, uh, no surprise. And, yeah, I've, I've watched it unfold. Brisbane struggling to beat the, the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I, I think I, probably not a good time to be getting Melbourne. But Brisbane have been, well, they're the standout. They're, they're leading competition. So, it's, it's hard to argue with their form. Yeah, they were down against South, And, um, you know, South's got them... You know, in, in short periods, scored a lot of points in short periods in that game, and um, you know that they really weren't in it. But uh, Payne Haas says, "Remain not playing in that one." I know you don't like to lean on two players as much, but just affected their mindset. It, it seeming it, it, that seemed to be the case for mm. for the Broncos against the Bunnies. They bounced back nicely against Manly, but I don't know how much to read into that because Manly were pretty ordinary. Um, but Brisbane lead the comp. Eight wins and um, and face Melbourne. I've already given a tip in this one, oh, yeah. um, and I've I, I think Melbourne can bounce back. I just think you're facing Melbourne after a pretty ordinary performance. They've got most of their players back now. They're they're just about at full strength apart from Pappenhausen. Uh, Nelson's been back a couple of weeks now. Munster was very quiet, unusually quiet. Yeah, against South Sydney. Um, I think there might be a response from Melbourne. I think well, I think it'll be, it's going to be a great game. Great way to start the uh, start round 11. It'll be an absolute rip-up. Final one, Brandy, before I let you go. Uh, as, a, as an origin selector, as a New South Wales selector, I mean, the easy question is saying who's on your radar, who you're going to pick, but I, I don't want to do that because it's too far out, too much can happen, and I know you've probably got a, 30 names in front of you. Who's the Queenslander you fear the most? Um, well, consistently, the Queenslander that I fear the most is that man I just spoke about, Cameron Munster. I don't. I don't is there an Origin player? I think he's. Is he getting up towards twenty games now, Cam? Um, I think already it falls into that realm of, you know, one of Queensland's best Origin players um, mm. in in the history of the game. He's he's done some remarkable things and things that. I've watched unfold um, over the last five seasons that break, you know, it's just, it breaks your heart. Um, so Cameron Munster, uh, not, you know, not that there's not others. <laughs> there's, 
there's plenty of others. And, 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 you know, I only have to go back to game three last year and Kalen Ponga's performance, um, which was quite stunning, um, which yeah. I think, you know, might have him sort of just ahead of the young, uh, the young Brisbane fullback, Reese Walsh. But Munster for mine. Munster, yeah, Munster and Munster and Munster. Oh. <laughs> you've opened you've opened a door, you've opened a, you've opened a door there, Brandy. I'm going to walk through the Munster given, yes. But the number one jersey. Would you, would you be more afraid of a Queensland team with Ponga or Reese Walsh at the back? Well, Walsh has been a revelation, but uh, Ponga. You know, if I was, if I, if I, and it's not easy. It's it, it, it's probably that close that you go, well, you know, you lose both ways because they're both great players. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's not a win there for New South Wales, whichever way they go. Um, but off the back of, I, you just know what Ponga can produce when he pulls on that maroon jersey. So, um, you know, I still have Ponga. If I was picking the Queensland side, um, Ponga gets my nod just on what he did last year. I love that, and I don't know if it's reverse psychology or not, but I love it either way, Brandy. Thank you. Thank you for, th- <laughs> thank you for doing overtime for us this morning. And, uh, we, uh, Good on you, Ben. We, we will, we'll catch you as the series gets closer, the Origin Series. Uh, Greg Alexander from SEN in Sydney. That's right, he does the breakfast show with Vossi, of course, on Fox Sports as well, and he's a blue selector. Just, we went around the world there, didn't we? The rugby league world, the sporting world, but so much to sink our teeth into this Tuesday morning. Uh, keep the, we'll keep trying on the phone for a Telstra customer. Uh, we will get to calls. If we can get them through. Uh, but text, keep them flying in. Again, remember, we do have passes to Origin Under the Stars. Or, origin what? Where? I'll tell you about it straight after this.